Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, March 29th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is maneuvering to potentially get another bite at the reconciliation apple. Number two, we've got a new feature this morning. What do they want? We ask that question about GOP firebrand Jim Jordan this morning. And number three, Republicans go on offense in Iowa. All right, let's get to that number one story of the day. Some interesting behind-the-scenes maneuvering by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. It is a little bit complex, a little bit in the weeds, but it could make a major difference for Senate Democrats and, frankly, for President Joe Biden's uh, agenda here. So typically, Congress uses this fast-track reconciliation process once per budget resolution. So you've probably heard about that a lot over the last several couple of months as we've talked about COVID relief and the fact that Democrats decided to go on their own, use that reconciliation process, which requires only a simple majority, that 51 votes, and doesn't mean that Democrats have to go to the Republican side and try to get them to come along with the process. But now aides to Chuck Schumer have asked the parliamentarian whether they can double dip using the 2021 budget resolution again for another package. So this would be potentially a very big deal because it could give Democrats and Joe Biden a chance to do at least two more reconciliation bills this year, one for fiscal year 2021 and another for fiscal year 2022. So if the parliamentarian agrees with Democrats' argument, which they're relying on an interpretation from 1974, this would give Democrats a much, much better chance of enacting some or all of Biden's Build Back Better proposal, which, of course, he's set to unveil in a Wednesday speech in Pittsburgh. So Schumer hasn't made a definitive decision whether this is going to be what he would do, no matter what. Even if the parliamentarian says, yes, you can do this or not, Republicans are going to, you can't overstate how nuts they are going to go if Schumer decides to go with this process. However, if Democrats are allowed to do so, there would be a floor vote on an amendment to the fiscal year 2021 resolution. That also may be problematic because we don't know exactly where some of the moderates think of the Joe Manchins of the world, the Kirsten Cinemas. Are they going to think that this is a little bit too cute, Uh, especially, you know, if they feel like this is going to be a a way to undermine the budgeting process writ large? If you remember, Joe Manchin has said that he thinks that they should try to do a bipartisan effort when it comes to infrastructure and not just do the party line reconciliation effort as they did with COVID relief. Democratic aides insist this doesn't mean that they can't pass a fiscal year 2022 budget, which was one of our first questions about this move. Budget Committee Chairman Bernie Sanders is pushing for a major expansion of Medicare by reducing the eligibility age for the program, as well as changes to prescription drug pricing. House Democrats want to add climate provisions to another reconciliation bill as well. And some Senate Democrats want to use an expanded reconciliation process as a backdoor way to gut the filibuster. So you've got this, right? A lot of complex things happening and different interests and reasons why certain factions might want to have another crack at reconciliation. But 
if Schumer has this ability for one more reconciliation bill to play with, it also gives him that added flexibility on how to proceed with the Build Back Better initiative. And that's something he and the White House would really like to have. All right, let's move into the number two story of the day, a new feature. What do they want? That is something that we ask ourselves a lot and frankly is one of the underpinnings of why we decided to launch Punchbowl News three months ago. Today, our subject is Representative Jim Jordan, the Republican from Ohio. Jordan is one of the most interesting and powerful people in Republican politics. The questions we often ask each other, does he want to be Speaker of the House? Will he run for president? And it's a question that House Republicans have been asking themselves for a long time. Now, if you remember, Jordan has been the thorn in the side of many a Republican establishment leader. He helped end the career of former Speaker John Boehner, blocked Kevin McCarthy from becoming Speaker, and he also tormented former Speaker Paul Ryan. Jordan, of course, has run for both Speaker and House Minority Leader, losing badly on each occasion. Now, he's in his eighth term, and the 57-year-old Jordan has become, in many ways, the second most powerful House Republican behind Kevin McCarthy. He and McCarthy have really buried the hatchet there in a way that I don't think most of us would have ever expected. Um, But now, when we interviewed Jordan... He claims he's a country boy from Ohio, but and now he's insisting he doesn't want to be speaker. He doesn't want to be president. All he wants is to be the next Judiciary Committee chairman if Republicans take control of the House next year, which most political prognosticators do expect to happen given historical precedent. He said in an interview that he would love the opportunity to be, to be the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, and he said no adamantly, frankly, that he was not interested in becoming speaker and that he also wasn't interested in being president. The quote that I thought was most instructive, I was Joe Bag of Donuts wrestling guy. Now I get a chance to serve in Congress, Jordan said. That's enough. So the question with most politicians is, does anybody believe him? Is he being honest? Or is this just kind of a political game that he needs to say at this point, this is what he's doing? Uh, Most of Jordan's colleagues believe that it's a foregone conclusion that he becomes judiciary chairman, but the real question a lot of them behind the scenes ask, is that going to be enough? And a lot of folks don't think so. Of course, Democrats loathe Jordan with a particular brand of dislike, uh, as do old school Republicans like Banner, who once dubbed him a legislative terrorist. Uh, So that's going to be something that we're going to be watching super closely as we move forward. So let's break it down. Let's talk about his strengths. While he's not known for it, Jim Jordan is a big fundraiser. As of November 23rd, he had $6 million in his campaign account. That's obviously well more than he would need for an Ohio district where he routinely wins by better than 30 points. Uh, When you look at his weaknesses, he's seen as an heir to the Trump legacy, so that can be a bit limiting if the party moves away from the former president. He's also never won a leadership race. Everything that he has gotten at so far has been at the committee level, on oversight and now judiciary, and that's come from Kevin McCarthy. The change in their relationship has been key to Jordan's rise in the conference. But when you're beholden to McCarthy, you better deliver for him. So if Jordan wants to be judiciary chair, he'll have to drop some of his policy purity to help McCarthy govern. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the day. 
the NRCC, the campaign arm for House Republicans, is going up on the air against Sidney Axney in the Iowa to flap. So let's quickly recap for those that aren't in the weeds every day like we are. There has been a big issue that's being raised right now in Iowa and has now come to House Democrats and House Republicans. Representative Marionette Miller-Meeks, the Republican from Iowa, beat Democrat Rita Hart by six votes in Iowa's second congressional district. Hart is now challenging those results, appealing to the House Administration Committee to overturn the victory. Hart didn't go to court in Iowa, but instead appealed to the House, obviously a friendlier venue considering Democrats run the House. The NRCC is going up in radio in Iowa, trying to drag Democratic Representative Sidney Axney further into the mess. Axney previously backed Hart's challenge, although there are a lot of Democratic officials who would like Hart to drop it. Axney is said to have statewide ambitions. This is something we will be watching closely in the days and weeks ahead. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.